Toronto-based singer and MC Debbie Friday has a beautiful track, So Hard to Tell. We love it. We have been rocking with it here, heavy at hyphen. It's from our upcoming LP, Good Luck. And luckily, we had the opportunity to talk with Debbie Friday about a myriad of things growing up in Montreal, her family, faith, her youth, and the accompanying film to go along with this release. Good luck. A full-length LP is coming out March 24th. Do yourself a favor and go and stream that. When did you realize that music was a thing for you? No, I didn't think of music as a career until I put out my first EP. Like, so that was in 2018 when I made Bitch Punk. That's when I started thinking of, okay, like I can be like a musician and this is like a job that I could do for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it ever before. Like I never, like I was always very creative as a child, but the mm -hmm. idea that I could make a career out of my creativity was something that didn't really cross my mind because um, like we're immigrants, my family. And so it's like, you're raised in a very practical way. You know, your parents want you to do something practical, something tangible, like go mm. be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever mm. it is. Right. And then, yeah, also I think that at the time in Canada, there wasn't really this, uh, the same level of like industry as we're starting to have now, like where there's groups of people who are actually doing this as like a full-time job and there's like communities and stuff and infrastructure around it. I think that this is like still very fresh, very new. And you wanted, you were right there at the forefront of it to be able to, you know, it's dope to have that ecosystem in place though, of course. Um, I read a little bit that you you started out DJing. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. Under, uh, underground uh, music for the most part. What yeah. kind of um, what 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 kind of music did you like? What kind of artists did you spin as a DJ? Did that? Well, first we'll we'll get to that, and I kind of got a follow up to that. But what was a Debbie Friday DJ set like? I guess is what I'm getting to. At the time that I was DJing, it was like during what I called like the golden days of SoundCloud. So it was mm -hmm. when SoundCloud was kind of the place to go to hear experimental music and also just music that you wouldn't be able to get from the mainstream. And there was like a huge like oh my God, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like so much, so many people from all over the world who were just like making really interesting and novel um, types of music. And it, at least for me, largely it was, I got in with like deconstructed club music first. Like that's what I was really into. So that's like Sophie, Arca, LSD, XOXO, like those types of um and from there I kind of just found so many other people like there's people I can't even name like it was really like a global thing like it was literally people from all over the world like I'm thinking like Lara Sarkeesian, Chino Amobi um uh, there's also Abra who's producing there's like so many people and uh that's kind of where I started off and uh, as a DJ and the types of music that I would spin in clubs and I played a lot of like underground electronic kind of like ravey um clubs and stuff like that did uh DJing and being out and connecting and making those connections through SoundCloud with people all over did that I mean, I, I feel like a lot of artists, at least from sometimes they'll tell you like, oh, I, I started out listening to it and then I started uh, DJing and then I was like, you know what, I want to start making this. Is that 
Is that is it was it a progression like that, or when did you decide? Okay, I'm gonna stop DJing. I'm gonna actually hit the studio and make my own songs. In a way, yeah. Like I did this uh, European tour as a DJ. Like I spent a month in Europe, and I was exposed to like so much stuff that I had never seen before in my life. Like in particular, um, just like communities of music makers there, like people I just knew through the internet, but then I met them in real life, and that's kind of when I started thinking like, oh, like I actually want to make music and then there was kind of this clean break that happened from dj my life as a dj and then my life as a musician like i came to this point in my very short dj career because i dj'd for only like under a year mm. and, um, that's it wow i know okay. yeah. and, <laughs> you made a lot of you made a lot of headway really quick in a year i was like, very lucky yeah fantastic yeah yeah i was very lucky and so near the end of my time as a dj kind of my life kind of just fell apart in this way. And it was very clear to me that I couldn't sustain like the lifestyle that comes with nightlife. Like uh, it was just stuff like substance abuse and like mental health stuff. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. And so I kind of quit all of that. I just went stone cold, like sober. I left Montreal, I moved across the country. And there's, so to me, it's like, there's like a clean break. It was like, okay, nightlife and DJing, that was the end of it. And that was the end of that. And then the next phase of my life was when I started as a musician. Yeah, so ton of um, all of those vices, especially like you said, nightlife and hanging out and DJing and clubs, and I'm sure it's a lot of, a lot of things that could pull you in a different direction. That's really strong of you to be like, you know what, I got, I got to literally cut this and go back, to, go back home, so to speak. You know, as far as DJing, you said you, you only did it for a year. And yeah. then you came back home and then you decided to, is that when you recorded Bitch Punk? Is that your first project? That was, a, so you, your first time in a studio making any music, that's, this is what you made? It wasn't in a studio. I made it on my computer. Like, in oh, my wow. Basement. I'm not even kidding. Like, that's I, dope. That's dope. I, it wasn't until many years later that I went to a studio for the first time, but all of my, uh, both of my first EPs, I made them just on my computer in my bedroom. And uh, I did it by teaching myself how to produce. Like I was on YouTube and looking up all these tutorials and I use Logic, that's my DAW. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I learned through the internet. That's fantastic. Tell me about building up your brand through SoundCloud. For sure. Um, so it was like SoundCloud and Bandcamp where I posted it to for the first time. And basically, essentially what I did is I uploaded it to SoundCloud and to Bandcamp. And then at the time when I still had Facebook, like I remember I made this post. I was just like, okay, hi everybody. Cause I had been on a hiatus. Like I wasn't online for like six months. And then I was like, hey guys, like I'm back and I made this thing and I just posted it online. And I had no expectations because I didn't even have a manager at that time. Like I didn't have any kind of music industry connections, like other than my party connections, which essentially they were all but severed because I left that, that I left nightlife. Um, and I just posted it online and I don't know, by some miracle, just things just started happening. Like it was like a domino effect, like boom, boom, boom. Everything just fell from there and it ch it changed my life completely. One thing I will give you props about Debbie is like your social media you're not really on Instagram like that, you know what I mean? And I, and that and in this day, in this day and age that is that is admirable, you know, and for you to be able to sometimes you a lot of that is the whole thing is all of that social media presence whereas yours is just standing on 
the product that you put out here, your music, and I and I respect that. What's your stance on social media? How do you feel about social media as far as a musician in in your in your case? Well, I I feel hmm, how do I say like I do like social media for the most part because. On one hand, I'm so grateful for it because it did give me my career. Like the internet did give me my career. You know, right. I I think nowadays, like you don't need to go through traditional structures. And that mm-hmm. is just because of the internet. Like I was able to become a musician and basically build everything that I've built so far because of the internet. So I'm very grateful for it, but I have like boundaries, like with everything, right? And you want to do everything in moderation. Like you don't want to get so sucked in that you lose yourself. And I think that that is probably the biggest issue with social media is like the loss of self, the loss of like your own vision, your identity, like what is it that you actually think. And so I make sure to kind of just try to cultivate that. And I think I might, the way my personality is set up, like I can be, I'm definitely extroverted, but I'm private as a person. And I'm also very, very insistent on like, I want my art to speak for itself. You know, I want the things that I make to be, to stand on their own. Um, And so I'm just really deliberate about that and very vigilant about what I engage with online. But I like I like the internet. I do. I'm a child of the internet. So right. Oh yes, yes. And and of course, I mean it's a fine line between like what you said, you know, enjoying it and being able to connect with your friends. Like you said, it's giving you your career and being able to keep up with your family that's across the world. I mean, it's got, it's definitely got its perks, but I respect, I love the boundaries. And and I mean, I got a teenage daughter, so I'm, I'm really trying to work on that right now with, with boundaries and social media. So that's, the, I'm going to show her this tonight. You mentioned uh, in the beginning that you, your first album was Aggression and Thunder and um, you, those were your responses to the world around you. Now you've moved on a little bit, you're a little bit further down the road. How do you feel as far as the aggression that you had then compared to now? I would say that I've, it's almost like I've outgrown it, definitely. Like I'm older, so I feel more balanced. I'm less angsty and I'm also more comfortable with like expressing different parts of myself, different parts of my emotions, my feelings, and just my creative expression. I think with Bitch Punk, it was like that, those were the emotions that were most present and at the forefront at the time, but also they were the ones that I was more, the most comfortable with expressing. Like I wasn't really comfortable with publicly expressing vulnerability or softness and I'm a very you know I'm a sensitive person like I'm a sensitive person and I'm I have a very soft side to myself but it's not until now that I have felt comfortable with expressing that and showing that to the world and putting that in my art and so it kind of took some time to get to that place but I feel very balanced now and I feel also like I have the wisdom of life experience so I'm just not ex- as angsty. Like I'm definitely still, you know, rebellious and it's I, there. It's there. Like it's just it's not, there. It's always it's not on the front page. Yeah. It's just a little bit deep. Yeah. That's what do you expect to happen from your debut album coming out? And now that it's going to be out here for the world, a full project, what is, what are your expectations from the album? I feel very ready to have it out. Like, I feel like I've been, you know, everything has been kind of leading up to this moment for the last two years. I've spent so long working on this record, working on the film and everything. And it's just like, I'm just ready for it to be out there into the world. Like I, I feel very ready to let this project go. And, uh, 
yeah, I just, I can't wait for people to hear it. And, you know, I'm curious to see how people are going to react, what it's going to make them feel. And I'm just happy as long as they feel something, you know, right, then I, right. okay, my job's done. Well, you got to come to Milwaukee. Have You know where we are. You know where Milwaukee is, right? We're not too far from Toronto. Uh, uh, 13 hour, nine, it's either nine or 13 hour drive, something like that. We like right underneath y'all down here. So to sum it up, can you just tell us a little bit about more about what we can expect from your uh, debut full length LP, Good Luck? Yes. So Good Luck is coming out March 24th and it'll be out everywhere on March 24th. And it is really like an album about journey. So I just want people to come on this journey with me. It's being released with a short film of the same name, also called Good Luck. And so when you listen to the album, I want people to watch the film and to re they'll really then be able to get what it is that I'm trying to say with this album. And I'm just excited for everyone to hear it. And yeah, if you've never heard anything from me before, listen to this album. I promise you're gonna love it. Tears they fall from your eyes when the sun goes.